Hey, what's going on, everyone? How you doing? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're learning Daf uh, Pei Dalid, Daf 84 of Masechta Shabbos. Uh, let's do an outline of the page before we begin. So we are going to begin the page with a continuation of what we finished with yesterday, talking about the Tuma of Boats. So Hanania, uh, we're going to explore a little bit Hanania's opinion, who said that... Um, Boats, in order to be mikabel tuma, have to be able to be moved both when they are full and empty. Uh, we are gonna then sort of transition, segue into discussing uh, tumas midras when it comes to earthenware stuff. Okay, sounds exciting, right? Um, and then we are talking about, and then we're gonna dis- uh, dis- have a discussion about what's the source for the fact that. Tur- that uh, Tumas Midras does not apply to earthenware. And we will get to a new Mishnah that describes Kilayim. Um, that's sort of a high-level overview. Let's jump into this daf. So all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way at the bottom of Pei Gimel Amud Beis, it says Amar Rava, and now we are already on Pei Dalar Amud Aleph, with Chananya Tiltal Al Yedei Shvarim Shmei Tiltal. So, Hananiah had expressed the opinion yesterday that when it comes to the tumma of boats, the, 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 you know, a boat is essentially no different than any other, um, vessel that's made out of wood. And the rule is that if it can be moved when, um, it is full, just like when it's empty, well then tumma will apply. If it can't move when it's full, it's just too darn heavy, well then, um, uh, it, it will not be makabal tumma. So, Says Rava that Ulchananya, now according to Hananya, tilto aide shvarim shme tilto. What if it's too heavy for humans to be able to pull? However, um, oxen would be able to pull it. Is that considered tilto? And, uh, uh, Rava says, yeah, sure. You know, as long as it's movable, even if it will require oxen in order to move it, as long as it's movable, then it's considered movable and it'll be makabotuma. Um, what about nowadays that we have all sorts of like, you know, things like bulldozers and stuff? What if a bulldozer can move it? You know, or a crane? I mean, I, this can, things can move pretty much anything, I guess. I don't know. Um, fine. Ditnan, as we learn in a Mishnah, right, we're going to prove that as long as a, an ox can move it, it will be considered movable. Ditnan, as we learn in a Mishnah, Shalosh Agalos Hain. There are three types of carriages, okay, of wagons. Ha'asuya ki katedra. If it's made like a katedra, a katedra is basically a chair. It's basically a chair. It's got a back. And it's got two arms. It's got two sides. Okay. So, Tamea Midras. Okay. So, it'll be Tame Midras. Um, okay. So, if you have a wagon that's made uh, like a chair, well, then it'll be Tame Midras because it's meant for sitting on it. Right? Remember, there was that thing of Amod Venaisim Lachtenu. Get up. We need this for our work. Well, there's no chance of get up. We need it for our work when it's meant to be a chair. Anyways, like you're meant to sit in it. There's no, uh, you know, uh, uh, concern for people kicking you out to, cause they need it for their work. So therefore it would be Tame Tomas Midras. Uh, Kimita, if you have this, uh, wagon that is made like a bed, you know, like a bed, like it's basically just flat and it's made for transporting things, well then it won't be Matame Tomas Midras because it's made for transporting things. So if you're sitting on it, if the Zav is sitting on it, so we'll say Amod Venaisimelachtenu. We need to transport things on it. So Tamei Tamei Mace. So it'll become Tamei from a Mace, meaning uh, anything that can receive Tuma, any clear. It'll just 
right? It'll become tummy from a mace, meaning like, you know, if a mace touches it, it'll be an avatuma, but also it applies to any tumas maga, kilu. If a zav touches it, you know, or, you know, a mitzora, right? Anybody who's able to be metame, um, kalim, so it will become tame. Shall avanim tohor miklum. Now, if this agala, if this carriage is, um, for transporting, uh, stones, it's made for transporting stones, well, then it will be completely tar, it will be impossible for it to become tame. Be the reason for that being that if, uh, right, these, these, um, carriages that were made for transporting stones, well, they had these big holes in them. And the thing when it comes to kalim, when it comes to vessels, is that if they have big holes in them that are large enough for a medium-sized pomegranate to fall through the hole, well, then it's not considered a kli. It's not considered a vessel, and it cannot become tame. And therefore, these um, kalim, the, the, these wagons that were used to transport big stones, well, they're unable to become tame because um, there are holes in the wagon that are too big because, you know, the stones won't fall out because the stones are big, but there are, you know, there are, there are holes in the wagon that are big enough that a uh, pomegranate would fall through. So if I'm Reb Yochanan, I says Reb Yochanan, Vim yesh ba beis kibul rimonim tmeya, tmei meis. Oh, but Reb Yochanan says, however, if the holes were not that big, if the holes were small enough that a pomegranate would not fall through the holes, well, then it would be considered a kli. And if it's considered a kli, it can become tamei, tmei meis, meaning tumas maga, right? Anything that can be tamei kelim can be tamei it. And... Oh, and here we see that it's a kli that is used for transporting um, stones, heavy items that cannot be moved only by people. You would need to move it by a ox. And therefore, um, we see that even something that can only be moved by oxen, that's too heavy for a human to move, but oxen would be able to move it, that would be considered um, 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 something that can become tame. Um, right, something that will be makabotuma and, and, and fit the bill of being able to be moved when it is both full, just like when it's empty. Okay. Now the Gemara continues. Shalosh tevos hain. There are three types of chests, right? Imagine like a chest that you put things in. So there are three types of chests. Teva shepsacha mitzida, tmea midras. So if you have a chest that you can open it up from the side. Okay. So that can become, that can become tame tumas midras. So if you have a chest and it's a big chest and you can theoretically lie down on it. Okay. So if a zav were to lie down on that chest, it would become tame tumas midras. What about amod vin asemelachtenu? What if somebody needs to use this chest? Well, he can use it because there's an opening from the side. And therefore you do not need to request from this uh, zav who's lying down on this chest that he get up uh, because you can just open it up from the side. And therefore, Amod v'nasem l'achtenu is irrelevant here, and this chest will be will be mekabel tumas midras. Okay. Milamayla, if the chest can only be opened up from above, well then tmea tmei meis. Well then it won't be matami tumas midras because if this uh, zav fellow is lying on it, we'll have to say, hey, get up, we need to open the chest. So amod v'nasem l'achtenu, so it won't be mekabel tumas midras, but it will be mekabel tumas ameis keilu tumas maga. Right, so if something touches this chest, so it'll become tummy. And basically what this means is, it's not a very clear Lashon Rashi explains how it can make sense, but the point, what it means is that if you have a box that is so darn big that it's just unmovable, well then it will not become tummy at all, i.e. it'll be tahar, because 
um, it, it, it's unmovable and it needs to be able to be movable, um, both full and empty. Tana Rabbanon, the rabbis taught, Midras Klicheres, so when it comes to an earthenware object that you sit on it, well, Tahor, right? Earthenware objects will never be Mikabel Tumas Midras, and we'll learn out why later. Okay, now Rabbi Yossi Omer, Afasfina. So now Rabbi Yossi says, even a boat. And the question is, what is Rabbi Yossi's statement of even a boat? Even a boat what? So my kamer, what, what, what is this Bryce is saying, right? So it says that there's no uh, concept of Tumas Midras when it comes to earthenware objects. And Rabbi Yossi says, even a boat. And we got to figure out what this means. So Amr of Zvid. So says the Holy of Zvid. Hachi kamer. This is what the Bryce is saying. Midras klicheres tahor. Okay, fine. So there's no concept of tumas midras by an earthenware vessel. So if a zav were to um, sit on an earthenware vessel, it would not be makabel tumas midras. It would be tahor. It would be pure. Umagao tame. However, the inside, right, when it comes to klicheres, so it's not mitame from the outside. However, um, if you touch the inside of a klicheres, it becomes tame. So we're saying that you cannot, meaning in addition to not being able to be mitame by touching the outside of it, also if you sit on it, it won't become tame. If a zav sits on it, it won't become tame. However, if he touches the inside of the klicheres, of the earthenware vessel, well then he would be mitame the inside of the vessel. Why not? Usfina um, shel okay, now, if you have a boat that is made out of uh, cheres, that is made out of um, earthenware, it will be tmea kechananya. It will be tame, just like uh, as we learned yesterday, like according to Chananya, who says that um, only when it comes to um, sackcloth and er, and and wood and things like that does it matter that it has to be movable when it's empty. Or, wow, there's some siren that is being very, very active right now. A very active siren. Uh, I guess sirens are supposed to be distracting so that you get out of the way. So I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to get out of the way. Um, Okay, now, okay, and maybe it's gone now. So Hanania said yesterday that there were certain things like sacks and... And wood, right? These things have to be movable. Oh, 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 it's, it's back. It's back. Okay. And from now, I'm going to focus now. So we said yesterday that, um, according to Hananya, there are certain uh, objects that need to be movable both when they are full as well as when they are empty, right? And, uh, earthenware was not such a thing. And therefore, it does not matter if it's movable. Um, it does not matter that it's that this boat made out of earthenware is unable to be moved when it is full and it will become tummy. So again, so this Brysa is saying, right, mid I'm gonna read that again just from the previous line because I got a little distracted. So midras kli cheres tahor, right? So if you um, sit on a kli cheres, um so it will be tar because there's no concept of tumas midras by a kli cheres. Fine. Umagao tame. If you touch the inside of the kli cheres, so then it will be tame. Usfina shel cheres tmea kechananya. And the Tanakam is also saying that when it comes to boats, um, they will be tame, even though you won't be able to move it when it's full. Like Hananya, who says that this whole thing about being able to move it when it's empty and, and it's, when it's full is irrelevant when it comes to earthenware. However, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Afa Sfina Tahora. 
And now Rabbi Yossi is saying is that just like Tumas Midras of Ezov is Tahor as the Tanakama, by, by, by Klicheres, as the Tanakama uh, says. Well, he says that's not the, Rabbi Yossi says that's not the only thing that's Tahor. Actually, also this um, Sfina that's made out of um, earthenware is also going to be Tahor, Ketana Didan, like our, the, the author of our mission, which says as long as um, you were, you know, as long as that, right, that a, a boat is compared to the sea, and, you know, this earthenware boat is a boat nonetheless, and it's going to be Tahor. So that is how Rav Zvid wants to explain our, this Brisa, essentially as saying that just like um, the Midras of Azav, when it comes to Klicheres, is going to be Tahor, well also um, a boat is going to be, uh, a boat made out of earthenware is also going to be Tahor, um, according to Rabbi Yossi. Like that, like the author of our Mishnah who says that a boat on the sea is compared to the sea, that it's Tahor. Maskif la Rav Papa. However, Rav Papa says, does not, Rav Papa does not like Rav Zvid's explanation because he says it's apples and oranges, right? At the end of the day, right, Rav Papa wants to argue that Rav Zvid's explanation makes no sense because we're saying that just like the Tanakama says that Midras, Tumas Midras of Azov when it comes to earthenware is Tahor, therefore, also, the um, Tumas Maga, but right, Tumas Midras of Azav when it comes to Klicheres is Tahor. So therefore, Rabbi Yossi wants to say that also Tumas Maga of a boat is Tahor. Kilu, we're comparing Tumas Midras to Tumas Maga. That is a shtickle apples and oranges, right? So Maskeflor of Papa, so Papa asks the Kasha, my af Sfina. What does it mean? Even a Sfina, right? What do you mean? Even even a Sfina. Uh, this right, right, right. The 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 Tanakam is talking about midras. Even the Sfina is it's not talking about midras by the Sfina. We're talking about maga by the Sfina. So Ella Amar Papa, rather Rav Papa says Hachi Kamar. This is how to learn the Brisa. Midras klicheres tar. So the Tanakam is saying that Tumas midras by an earthenware vessel is going to be tahor. Okay, fine. Umagao tame. Great. And if you touch the inside of the kli, it's going to be tame. Now, Vishal eats. If this vessel is made out of wood, well, bein midraso uven magao tame. Well, whether the zav sits on it, whether the zav uh, touches it, it is going to be tame. Okay. Usfinas hayarden. Now, when it comes to sfinas hayarden, this boat that is used um, to uh, get across the yarden, which we said. Uh, what was this smaller boat? Let's see. So Tahora Kitanati done. So the Tanakami here is saying that this boat that was used to get across the Yardane would be Tahor, right? Just like our Mishnah, like the author of our Mishnah who says that, um, you know, we care, compare all boats to the sea to say that they are Tahor. Now Rabiosi Omer, now Rabiosi says, Afasvina Tmeakihananya. And Rabiosi says, actually, um, just like, um, you know, the, the, um, we said that when it comes to Tumas eights, right, we say that it is Tame to touch it. So, so actually, um, also the, um, the, the boat of the Yardane is also going to be Tame Tumas uh, Maga, just like Hananya, who says that, well, since this small boat is able to be moved both when it's full and when it's empty, it's going to be Tame. So according to our Papa, right, so he says that in our Brisa, right, in this Brisa, so the Tanakama is saying that when it comes to Klicheres, 
right? The Midrash Hazav is going to be Tahor, okay? Because there's no Midrash Hazav by a Klicheres. Um, but if he touches the inside of this Klicheres, then it will be Tameh. Now he switches to talking about wooden Kalim, right? And he says, however, when it comes to a, a Kli that's made out of wood, whether the Zav sits on it, whether he touches it, it's going to be Tameh Midras as well as Maga. Then he says, and even though it is a Zav will be Matame, things that are made out of wood, both by Midras and Maga, however, this does not extend to a boat, right? A boat, however, that is used to um, cross the Jordan, this small boat, is going to be Tahor, like the author in our Mishnah, who says that any boat we compare to the sea to say that it is Tahor, okay? To which Rabbi Yossi argues, and he says, no, even, right? Af, Svina, Sayardin, and what about even this Svina? It's going to be Tame, right? Meaning, the Tanakama had said that when it comes to wooden things, so they're going to be Tame Midras and Tame Maga. However, there is an exception, which is this Sfinas Hayardain, right? Um, there's this Sfinas Hayardain, which we say is Tahor, right? So the Tanakam is going to say that it's Tahor, because it's, uh, we compare it to the sea. To which Rabbi Yossi argues and says, no, even the Sfinas Hayardain is going to be Tame, because like Hananya, that um, it's movable both when it is full as well as when it is empty. And like that, Rapup is able to uh, maintain consistency um, between the Tanakama and Rabiosi that they're both talking about Tumas Maga, right? The Tanakama is saying that um, when it comes to clay eights, so they are Tame uh, Maga, right? But the Tanakama holds that there would be an exception for the Sfina Sayardin, to which Rabiosi says, no, no exceptions. Af Sfina Sayardin, even the Sfina Sayardin, would be Tami Tumas Maga. Okay. Now, the Gemara wants to know, Umidras Klecheres Minalan Dittar. How do we know that the Midras of Klecheres are Tahor? How do we know this? So, Amr Chizkiya, the Amr Kras. So, Chizkiya says, well, because we have Epis Apostolic. What does the Apostolic say? Ve'ish asher yiga bimishkavo. When it's by Zav, by, by the, the Tumas Mishkav, i.e. Tumas Midrash, Midras of Azov, it says, anybody who touches Mishkavo, his Mishkav, Makish Mishkavo, lo, we compare his Mishkav to him. Mahu, right, meaning this thing that he's lying on, we compare it to him. So, Mahu isle taira b'mikvah, af Mishkavo nami isle taira b'mikvah. Just like this Zav fellow is able to become Tahor by going into the mikvah, obviously after he sat, he's not seen Ziva for seven days. So, also the thing that he sits on needs to be a material that you'd be able to put in the mikvah. However, um, earthenware you do not put in the mikvah. You have to break it if it becomes tummy. The very Rabbi Shmuel Tanit, they learn in the Bismajit Rabbi Shmuel, Kemishkav Nidasa Yiela. He learns it out from the following um, pasuk, which says, Kemishkav Nidasa, like the uh, Mishkav uh, of her, uh, when she, I guess that the Nida sits on, Yiela, uh, meaning so, Makish Mishkava La. So, Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kamishkav Nidasa Yela, right. So that's talking about a Zava, right? That is talking about a Zava, uh, that she's also Mitame, whatever she sits on. And just like Kamishkav Nidasa Yela, that which, that, that, right, that the Midras of a Zava will be like, um, the Mishkav of a Nida. And we compare over there, Nidasa, right? Makish Makish Mishkava La. We compare what she sits on to her. Mahi Isla Tayr Bemikva, just like she, um, 
can it becomes pure by going to the mikvah. So also um, her midras, what, 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 what the, the thing that she's sitting on, needs to be something that can become tar in the mikvah. Now these are to exclude earthenware vessels, the lacelet, tire mikvah, which you cannot put in the mikvah. Now, Masiv Rabila. Rabila, however, asks a question from a Brisa. Mapats, when it comes to um, uh, uh, something made out of reeds, you have some kind of mat made out of reeds. Mapats bemes. So if you take a, if a corpse is lying on a mat made out of reeds, minayin, how do I know that it is mikabel tumah? How do I know that a mat of reeds that a mace is lying on will become tame? So vidinu, well, the Brisa says it's it, you can learn it out logically. So when it comes to small earthenware vessels, so they are tahor by azov. There's no way for them to become tame. Not from the outside, not even from the inside, because they're too small to put it on the inside. Since it's not matame maga, it's also not matame beheset. Whatever it is, these small, um, you know, earthenware containers. Do not become tame by azov whatsoever. Yet, tmeim bemeis. Yet, um, if they are in the ohel of a mace, right, they will become tame by a mace. So therefore, mapatz shetame bezav eno din shetame bemeis. Now, a mapatz, a a, um, a a mat made out of reeds, which can become tame tumas midras by azov. If azov sits on this mat made out of reeds, well then. Um, it should become tame, uh, tame bimes, right? Meaning, if we have the, right, tame, tumas ames seems to be applying to a broader spectrum of things in that, um, you know, uh, these pachin kitanim can become tame bimes, even though they don't become tame by azov. Well, then, something that becomes tame by azov, right? This, this mat made out of reeds that becomes tame bimidras azov, well, then, I know, obviously, it's a no-brainer that it'll become that it should be tummy by, by, by a mace. So now the Gemara asks, Va'amai, hot lace lay tire mikvah. But now to which, to, to which, Rabbi Illa says, what do you mean? Didn't we just say that in order for something to be tummy tumas midras, it has to be something that you can put in the mikvah? You can't put this, um, mat of reeds in the mikvah. It's, it's, pshute kleates. Pshute kleates don't become tummy. They don't become tar in the mikvah. That's it. So therefore, why? I don't understand. Rabbi Illa asks, we just learned out that anything that, you know, so the earthenware doesn't become tummy midras because we need, in order to become tummy midras, it has to be something that you can put in the mikvah. Yet, we seem to have a brysa that's assuming that these reeds, these mats made out of reeds, can become tummy tumas midras, but those things don't go in the mikvah. So what's going on? Amalei Rabbi Hanina, so Rabbi Hanina answers Rabbi Illa, and he says, shiny awesome hovika bimino. So, Rabbi Hanina says, yeah, but it's different when it comes to these mats of reeds, because even though these mats of reeds, sure, you don't put in the mikvah, but other things made out of wood, right, the assumption is reeds are the same as wood, other things made out of wood, you can put in the mikvah, if it has a base kibul, right, if, it ha- if, if it's not pshuteklates, if it has some kind of receptacle, and become tameh, well, it can also go in the mikvah, and you can make it tar, so, therefore, since there are um, so even though, sure, this mat you can't put in the mikvah, but there are other wooden things that you can put in the mikvah. So because there are other wooden things that you can put in the mikvah, we don't consider it something that, that, that cannot go into the mikvah. Even though the specific instance of this, of, of, of a wooden object doesn't go in the mikvah. But there are other wooden objects that do go into the mikvah. And for that reason, we can consider this something that is able to contract Tumas Midras of Azab. So now, there's an interesting little dialogue here now. So, Amr Rabbi Illa responds to Rabbi Hanina, 
Rachmana litzlan mehai daita. You hear that? <laughs> Rabila responds to Abchanina, may God save us from, 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 literally, may God save us from this perspective. Keilu, may God save us from such stupidity, from such a ridiculous answer. To which, um, Rabchanina will not accept this from Abila. He says, Adrab, no, the opposite. Rachmana litzlan mi daita didach. May God save us from your opinion. Okay, looks like they've hit a stone wall. <laughs> Okie dokie. I don't know which argument is better. They both seem to be quite similar and equally convincing. In any event, Vitaima <laughs> Mai. So, so, but, but, but then Reb Chanina actually, he, he does, he explains himself. He explains his reasoning why it makes sense to um, argue that since this mat made out of reeds, even though it can't go to the mikvah, but since there are other wooden vessels that can go to the mikvah, so so that would make it something that would be uh, shayach to uh, Tumas Midras. So he explains, so the time of my, how come? So tre kray ksive, we have um, two psukim when it comes to um, izav. Ksiv, one Pasuk says, Vish Ashayiga Bimishkavo. So one Pasuk says, anybody who touches that which he lied on, and we said that we compare his Mishkav to him, just like his Mishkav, um, just like he can go to the mikvah, so his Mishkav needs to be something that he can go to the mikvah. So from that, strictly speaking, um, a mat of reeds would be excluded because it doesn't go to the mikvah. However, Uchsiv, Vichola Mishkav, Ashayishkav, Alavazov, Yitma. That any thing that, that a Zav will lie on will become Tame. So that seems to be particularly inclusive. Right? Meaning, anything that a Zav lies on will become Tameh. Okay, so that's what's shot. How do we uh, resolve these two psukim? On the one hand, we have that one Pasuk that says that only things that can go in the mikvah like he can would be Shaykh to Tumas Midras. Yet we have this other Pasuk that seems to be saying that anything that he lies on can become Shaykh to Tameh Tumas Midras. So, okay, it's So the Gemara answer is Yej Bemino Afagab Delays Le Tire Bemikvah in, uh, Bemikvah, Ain Bemino Makish Mishkavolo. So, when it comes to something that in its type, um, there are things that can go to the mikvah, even though it itself doesn't go to the mikvah. So for example, a mat made out of reeds, even though it doesn't go in the mikvah because um, it's pshute kleits, but there are other um, things made out of wood that would go in the mikvah. So therefore, it's shayach to Tumas Midras. However, if there are things like earthenware that n- there is never going to be an instance of earthenware that goes in the mikvah, well, uh, there in that case, we'll say, well, since it can't go into the mikvah at all under any conditions, well, uh, it's not going to be shayach to Tumas Midras. Okay, so there we have it. So, so that's how Rabbi Hanina was able to um, uh, explain why um, a mat of reeds would not uh, would be able to become tame Tumas Midras, while earthenware would not. Rava Amar, whereas Rava learns out the exclusion of earthenware from Tumas Midras, from Midras Klicheres Tara Mehacha, V'chokli Pasuach Asher Ein Samid Pasil Olav, Ha'yesh Samid Pasil Olav Tahoru. Friends, so as, as we've um, mentioned, a earthenware vessel cannot become tummy from the outside, okay? It can only become tummy from the inside. Now, this means if I touch an, earthen, an earthenware vessel from the outside, it will remain tahor. If I touch an, earthen, an earthenware vessel from the inside, it will be tame. Now, what if this earthenware vessel is in a house that has a dead body in it? So therefore, there's tumas ohel. 
Well, in that case, if the vessel is open, well, whatever, you know, the, the vessel is going to become tame from the inside because the vessel was open. The whole kind of all the air, like the entire inside of the house is tame. This vessel is inside the house. It's tame. Fine. However, um, what if this vessel, this earthenware vessel is completely sealed? It's closed. It's got a, it's got a seal on it. It's mamish sealed tight. Well, in that case, there's no way for the tuma of the oil to seep inside the vessel because it's completely sealed. It's only can sort of be interacting with the outside of the vessel. And uh, earthenware vessels do not become tummy from the outside. So therefore, anything that is in this vessel will remain tahor. The vessel will protect it, will protect its contents from becoming tame if they are, if the vessel is sealed tightly. So, okay. So now we're saying, so, now any kli that is in the, in all of a mace that, and, and, and the kli is open, okay, it's not sealed tightly. Well, then the contents will become tameh. However, if there is a seal around this, um, vessel, this earthenware vessel, well, then the contents of the vessel will remain tahor. So, Milo Askinon, are we not talking about the Chadinu Leishto Nida Vekamer Achmanatar? Are we not even talking about that in a situation where he had set aside this Kli that's made out of earthenware for his wife and she's a Nida, um, right, and, and, and she can sit on it. And yet we're saying that it nonetheless will protect the contents of this vessel from becoming Tame. Now, how does this prove anything? Because if we're saying that um, a klicheres would be able to become tame from midras, well, then that would mean that if um, that this vessel, if this vessel is specifically for this woman who is a nida, okay, for her to sit on, okay, and therefore it's not, you know, it's specifically for sitting on, and therefore there's no issue of amod amod It would be a candidate for becoming tumas midras, tame tumas midras. Now, if we're going to say that an earthenware vessel does in fact contract tumas midras, well, then it wouldn't protect the contents of it in an oil amaze, right? Because we have we have a um, principle that koldvar tuma ein tuma. If you have something that itself is tame, it can't protect from tuma. Therefore, if this kli what was you know, uh, set aside for a nida to be able to sit on it, then this kli would become, and if we're saying it would become tamay tumas midras, well, then it would not protect the contents of the vessel in an ohel because anything that can become tamay cannot protect other things in, in an ohel The only way for us to be able to understand that this vessel that is completely sealed, if it is in a house, in an oil mace, the contents would remain tower. The only way to explain that would be to say that this vessel is also impossible for it to contract Tumas Midras because, um, because if it is able to contract Tumas Midras, well, then it wouldn't protect the contents of the vessel inside an oil mace. And therefore, we see that um, earthenware vessels are unable to mukabel Tumas Midras. Okay, new Mishnah. Minayin laruga shushisha al shisha tfachim. How do you know that if you have a a patch a, a patch of land that is six tfachim by six tfachim, shezorin besocha chamisha zeronin, that you would be able to plant in this patch five unique species of plants, 
and we're not concerned about kilayim, about grafting, about mixing together different species. And how would you do this? So you'd have four of the different species on each of the four sides of the patch, respectively, right? So you have a square patch that is six by six, tfachim. So on each of the four sides, you would be able to, um, you know, more or less fill up the sides with um, plants. You would just have to leave the corners empty. And then you would be able to plant one seed in the middle of the patch. And like that, you can have five different species in one patch. Shinamar, as the Pazuk says, ki ka'aretz totzi tzimcha vicha, what, what was this Pazuk? So it says, ki ka'aretz totzi tzimcha, like the land will, will, um, re- release its, uh, plants, uchigana, zeru'el tatzmiach, and like a garden, it will bring forth its, um, seeds. So, zar'a lo namar ela zeru'el. It doesn't say zar'a, it doesn't say its, um, Seed, like singular, elazeru'el, it's, uh, seeds, um, plural. And therefore, um, you, you know, you can have multiple types of seeds in this one patch. Um, as long as it is recognizable that, you know, you have four different, uh, sides and there's different things growing on each side, that is fine. Um, you don't have to be concerned any more than that. As long as it's recognizable that each of the four sides has a separate, uh, species and then there's a fifth one in the middle, that would be, um, acceptable. Fine. So that was DAF 84. Let us review that. So we began the DAF with um, Hanania's opinion about moving, uh, right? Right. So we said that when it comes to like a boat, so it depends, you know, if, it, if it's movable when it is um, full as well as when it's empty, so it will become Tameh. But if when it's full, it can't be moved, so then it will be Tahor. So we then said that's even if the only way to move it is with oxen, um, that would still be considered movable and it would be tame. Then we had this interesting brysa where the Tanakama said that, um, um, earthenware vessels are unable to contract Tumas Midras. And then Rabiosi said, and even a boat. And the question is, what does it mean, even a boat? So Zvid says that according to the Tanakama, so, um, when it comes to earthenware vessels, so they would n- they would be tahor from tumas midras of azav. I.e., if azav sits on them, they would remain tahor. However, if azav were to touch it, tumas maga from the inside, so then it would become tame. Okay, and he says, and the same would apply also to a boat made out of earthenware that it would be um, tame as well, um, just like Rav Zvid, uh, j- 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 just like Hananya, right? Who says that this whole thing about needing to be movable both when it's empty and when it's full doesn't apply to earthenware and therefore that would be tame even if you would be unable to move it when it's full to which um, Rabiosi responds no even uh, a boat made out of uh, earthenware would be tahor just like the author of our Mishnah um, who says that all boats are tahor because they're compared to the sea um, so, so, zeo. So, just like the Tanakama is saying that Klecheres are Tahor when it comes to Masmidras, so Rabiosi says even a, um, a boat made out of Kheres would also be Tahor. Um, to which Rab, uh, to which, uh, Rab Papa responds and says, well, these are apples and oranges. The Tam, the Tanakama is talking about, um, is talking about Tumas Midras being Tahor, and you're saying that Tumas Maga by a boat is, is, is Tahor. 
these are two different things. So rather, Rav Papa um, explains it that the Tanakama is saying that earthenware is tahor when it comes to Tumas Midras, i.e. Tumas Midras does not apply to earthenware. However, if you touch it from the inside, it would become tame. And then he switches gears to talk about wood, right? And he says that when it comes to wooden vessels, so they will become tame, both Midras as well as Maga. To, but he says that when it comes to um, uh, uh, boats made out of wood, so then they would be tahor, like the Tana of our Mishnah, right? Who says that, well, not just boats, but boats, right? These finos yarden, these small boats that go in the yarden, they would be tahor, uh, like the Tana of our Mishnah that says all boats are tahor, to which um, um, Rav Yosef responds that actually these finos yarden would even be tame as well, since it's like Hananya who says that um, since you won't be able, so, uh, since you can move it uh, both when it's full and it's empty, it will be Mikabel Tuma. Fine. So now we ask what is the source of earthenware vessels being tower from Tumas Midras? So Chizkiah uh, said it comes from the puzzle of Ve'ish Asher um, Yiga B'Mishkavo. By Izav it says Mishkavo. We compare him to his Mishkav just like he has a tower in the Mikvah. Also the Mishkav by Tumas Midras has to be somebody they can go into the Mikvah. Um, but the Bismedjah of Abishmael they learn it out from Kmishkav Nidasa Yiela that they compare uh, the Midras of a Zava to the Midras of a Nida and it says Nidasa Nidosa um, and or Nidasa. So so we compare um, her Mishkav to her, uh, just like she can go to the mikvah. Also the um, the the Mishkav needs to be able to go to the mikvah to exclude Klecheres that cannot go to the to to, to, to the mikvah. Um, Rabbi Il, Ra, 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 then asked Akasha uh, that, but one second, we assume that um, the a, a, a mat made out of reeds is able to become tamei midras, but a mat made of, out of reeds doesn't go to the mikvah. So Rabbi Hanina um, gave an answer, which is that yes, but even though the mat of reeds doesn't go to the mikvah, but there are other things made out of wood that can go to the mikvah, which is what enables a mat of reeds to be able to become Tumas Midras, as opposed to something made out of earthenware, which can't go to the mikvah at all. Rava gives an answer, which is that, well, we know that when it comes to anything made out of earthenware, um, if it is sealed and it is in an oil mace, it will protect its contents from becoming uh, Tameh. So, so in order for that to be true, in order for that to make sense, that something made out of earthenware will be able to protect its contents from becoming Tameh, uh, in an olames, it must be that it is impossible to become tame uh, midras because if it can become tame midras, well then it won't be able to protect its contents in an olames. Um, and then we got to a new mikvah about kilaim in a patch, and we say that if the patch is six tefachim by six tefachim, you'll be able to plant five different types of species of uh, plants, one on each of the four sides, and another seed in the middle, um, as, because they will be distinguishable one from another. Um, okay, that was Daf Pedal. It was a little bit technical, I think, I guess, but hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully it was cool enough. All right, everyone, have a great day. Peace out.